0: Happy New Year! Welcome back to Sage May Speaks! Our guest this week booked his first on-camera role as an incredibly sweet character in the incredibly sweet Netflix show Dash and Lily. He's also appeared in the show Younger and continues to audition just like the rest of us. Please welcome Diego Guevara. Hi, Diego. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, no, thank you so much for having me.
0: I'm so excited to meet you. This is so fun. Likewise. <laughs> I loved Dash and Lily. My entire house binged it last week.
1: Oh, man, thank like, you so much. Oh,
0: of course, within like two days, and you were our favorite. We
1: were like, <laughs> no well, way, stop. When you weren't in
0: those few episodes, we were like, thank bring you. Benny back. <laughs> Please,
1: hashtag bring Benny back.
0: Yes, we're starting that. (laughs) Absolutely. So how are you doing with COVID as an actor?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, it's interesting. You know, I was speaking to uh, another actor friend of mine today, and I was talking about everything. And I was saying, you know, it's everyone was hit really hard with this but i don't know if any industry has been hit as hard as the entertainment industry i mean it's it's going to be it's going to be a while before things are back to normal. You know, I come from a theater background, so I was used to doing those those cattle call auditions where they're stuffing sixty dancers into a room all at once. I do not see that happen ever again soon. Yeah. <laughs> right so it's it's been tough it's been tough, but I've been trying to um, stay positive and and be thankful that I have something going on i mean um it, it's been a wild ride but like I said staying positive optimistic and just hoping that things are under control soon enough so that we can you know get back to what we're meant to do
0: yeah fingers crossed <laughs> are you working on anything exciting at all that you can talk about It totally cool if not too
1: <laughs> uh I'm working on me right yes, now yes <laughs>
0: that is an exciting thing to work on yes it really is I love it yeah
1: I had a, I had a really quick um what was uh, a really quick walk on role for the show Younger? Oh, amazing. That I yeah, that I did this past, uh, when was it? I think it was a month ago that we shot it. And the COVID precautions, let me tell you, were wild. But it, I, but I felt very, very safe being there.
0: How was that set? Like, what was that like?
1: It was really cool. It was really, it was really quick. So because I was just walk-on role, and I was there, um, I was a day player. So it was very, very quick. I was in and out. I think the coolest thing about the whole experience was that I got to chat with Hilary Duff a little bit. <gasps> oh my um, gosh, and I'm it
0: was <laughs> that's amazing! Yeah, and it was.
1: It was really, really just. I don't know. She was such a such a cool, chill person. <laughs> wow. um, yeah, and it, the wild thing is that I grew up watching her on TV, so it, it was nuts. But but yeah, it was super simple. Like I said the um, the precautions that they were taking with COVID were really really I mean they they made everyone feel safe, which was wonderful. Uh, but other than that, like I said, I'm working on myself right now, some me great. time. <laughs> yeah.
0: What was like set like during COVID? What were like some weird precautions that you saw?
1: Uh, everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hillary you, Duff so, with a
0: mask on. <laughs> yeah,
1: Hillary Duff with a mask on. Well, the first, the I mean, the first step was that before I could go to my fitting, I had to uh, get the COVID test. So I went, I got the COVID test about a week before the fitting. Then I went in for the fitting and then I went in for the shoot day. And at the end of the shoot day, I all got, I got tested again to make sure oh that gosh. I didn't have it while on set. And then while being on set, everyone, um, absolutely everyone had a mask on. And only when they called uh, rolling then we the the actors that were in the actual scene can take their masks off. but as soon as the actors took their masks off, everyone else that already had a mask on had to then add a face shield on top of that. oh
0: my God um,
1: and then as soon as they called cut they would the they would come back around the production assistants with this plastic box that was holding our personal mask open it as they were wearing gloves we wow. would take it and put it back on so it was it was It was. there was a lot
0: that's insane but
1: yeah yeah it was it was it was quite an experience when
0: you get tested i heard that they pay you as if it's a fitting is that did they do that for you
1: oh um uh, i don't i don't remember i don't think they did hey yeah, i don't think they did but i i, I mean i guess maybe yeah. i should find out <laughs>
0: heard that from a few casting directors. I don't oh, know if it's sweet. true. I haven't been on set yet, but it's yeah. crazy. Well, that's amazing. Younger is huge.
1: Yeah, thank you. And of
0: course. So, I want to know what your story is and how you got into acting and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, uh so I mean, I was a child with an incredibly overactive imagination. Um I didn't I I feel like the accurate term for me would be I, I didn't get into acting, acting got into me. <laughs> um because as yeah, as a kid, I just like I said, I had a really overactive imagination and every time I would go to a film every time I would see a movie in the movie theaters I would come back home and I 100 million percent believed that I was that character Um, one that really stands out to me was spider-man I came back and I swore I was going to be able to climb the walls and I tried (laughs) um was never able to unfortunately but but here we are here we are uh, years later and I think that's that's when I really was just always playing pretend I loved Harry Potter I whenever I would Play outside i always had a secret laboratory and i would um i would climb trees and i would wear belts and i pretend that it was a tail and i would be a <laughs> tiger or you know just always always 100 percent of the time even when i went to school sometimes i wouldn't be paying attention i would imagine that i was like in this other alternate universe um and i was at, i was at hogwarts or i was i don't know at sky high you know anything um, but then once I got to high school, I said, you know what, high school was the first time that I actually got a real taste of of theater, um, working on a production. And so I did it and I said, you know what, this is it, this is the thing. And then I finally, when I went to college was when I made that decision to, to go for it.
0: That's amazing. Did you major in theater in college?
1: I did. I only did acting in college, but when I left, I did mostly musical theater and yeah,
0: That's awesome. How did you make that transition between theater and film?
1: So uh, theater and film, I, I went, I I mean, I was in New York. When was it? It was two years ago that I moved to New York. And when I was there, the agency that I'm signed with was sending me out mostly for musical theater things. And then um, because my first interaction with the entertainment industry was with television, you know, and, and film, I, that, that, that was kind of my entry point with interest in terms of the industry. So I decided that I wanted to try a little bit more. And I had always wanted to try it, but the opportunities were just um, not presenting themselves or I guess I wasn't looking actively for them. So then when I decided to actively look for them, I talked to my agent about it and we were able to kind of get a game plan going and um, and I guess it worked out, which I'm so <laughs> thankful for.
0: That's great. <laughs> So in school, when you went to college for theater, how was that? Like, do you recommend that people go to school for it?
1: So it's funny that you ask that. I was thinking about this right before we started this conversation about how <laughs> um, when I was about to go to college, I was almost doing anything to avoid going to college.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was about... the same way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's wild. I don't. I mean, something about me was just not ready for school. I just thought, I thought, you know what? I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to do the thing. It's going to work. <laughs> But thank goodness that I ended up deciding to go to school. I learned so much going to school. Uh, you know, there are things that you're going to learn in school, things that you're not going to learn in school, you're going to learn through practice. But I think a combination of both of those things, put you know, what I have put into practice and what I learned at school together have really, really worked for me. So I, I mean, to be honest, I don't think school is for everyone. I really don't think so. It worked for me, though. So I think it needs to go, you know, by the individual. Each individual needs to decide what's going to work for them. But I mean, you can't knock it till you try it. I think if you're really considering a long term career, I think going to school would would be a smart choice. You're going to learn so much about the craft, so much about how to keep yourself afloat in times where, you know, things might not be going your way.
0: So did you have a minor or were you just like, I'm theater, done? <laughs> oh,
1: L O L. Oh my God. Yes. So I um I went in and my entire freshman year, I said, you know what, I'm gonna do theater. So I did theater my freshman year. And then upon considering how, you know, how scary this career can be, yeah. I decided that I was going to change majors completely. I changed and became a chemistry major. What? Yeah. I mean, it literally, I don't know how I came up with that. I always, I mean, I always liked science in high school, but chemistry, what? Yeah. So so I chose to become a chemistry major and I was a chemistry major for three days, literally three (laughs) days. I went to chem class those three times and I said, this is just, this isn't me. I, there's no way I see myself in a lab coat, in a laboratory, eight hours a day, five days a week. It just doesn't make sense with me. I'll go crazy. It, It doesn't make sense and I didn't love it. And every single day that I was going into chemistry class, I could, I could not stop thinking about you know, acting and, and, and all of this. So it just, it just kept pulling me back. Mm-hmm. So after those three days, I went back to my guidance counselor and I said, no, this, is, <laughs> this just doesn't work. I need to do this. theater. So I, I did theater. I also had um, a minor in French. Oh, oh,
0: amazing. Well, that's that work. (laughs) I feel like that works for theater because that's like if you know a language, they love you, like another language. That's so cool. So, (laughs) jumping forward, how did you get your first agent?
1: Okay, so, um, I was reading the questions, you know, just to really go through them and think about my experience. And I mean, I think there are three different ways that I can think of to get an agent, right? There's uh, showcases, there's uh, referrals, and there's just dumb luck. Yeah, I think I'm part of number three. I just <laughs> had dumb luck. I, I mean, I had, I, I, had been trying to get an agent for a long time. In fact, that was part of my plan of not going to college was getting an agent. Um, <laughs> I'm with
0: you there. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. It's so was, hard.
0: So difficult. It's yeah. So
1: tough. So I, I started in middle school. In fact, because I had, I had this idea that I was going to do it. I started um, searching on Google how to find an agent. And of course, it would bring you to all these sites. I even did some of those. Um, I don't know if you've ever done these. These are wild, but it's these kind of. Uh, they put them on the radio. I remember one specifically that that was like, "Does your kid want to be on Disney Channel?" And so I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so I decided to go to one of those hotel convention things. Wow. And um, and of of course, I mean, if you've ever been to one, nothing came of it. But I thought I thought that that meant that I just wasn't. Like, you know, I wasn't ready for this and no one trusted me. Um, so that was my first experience in middle school. And I was like, oh, damn, you know, I really wish I could have done this. Then, you know, fast forward to college and I'm about to graduate. I say to myself, um, what am I going to do? And because I do, I want an agent, but I'm also not going to stress myself out about it. And so th- that's me, you know, maturing and thinking about it differently. It wasn't until I, not necessarily ignored it but stopped thinking about the agent that it just came my way and of it's course. so annoying to absolutely that's, yep mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what happens but it's true i i really just kind of put all of my energy into my work into the work that i was doing the work that i was presenting and so i was i'm one of those individuals that just had dumb luck i was doing a, a performance of in the heights in boston oh wow and um i played sunny in that in that production and it just so happens that two of the actors that were in that production uh, were represented by the same agent. That agent happens to come to the show and um, at the end of that performance we were having a talk back. So I'm sitting at the talk back, I was able to find <laughs> I was able to find where the agent was sitting. So I was like there 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 she is. Okay, so I need to talk to her after the talk back. And I'm sitting there, I'm speaking with the microphone and all of a sudden she stands up, waves goodbye to her clients and leaves. And I said, oh, no. Oh my God, I just missed my opportunity. Ugh. So then I just did some crazy digging and I started looking to, to find her contact information because I didn't want to be too pushy and ask the clients for the contact information either. I probably should have. It yeah. would have been so much easier, <laughs> but I was able to somehow find her contact information. I emailed her and I said, hey, thank you so much for coming to the show. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. That was it then not even five minutes later she emailed me back and she (gasps) said hi diego thank you so much for emailing me such a coincidence i was actually wanting to talk to you after the show Ah! do you have representation and i said oh my goodness um so i emailed her back and we met um she asked me to go to her office in new york i did and and then she signed me right on the spot and asked me to be in new york in three weeks (gasps) so it was it really was like i said i really got lucky um but again i think the the my change in attitude the fact that i wasn't so obsessed with finding an agent i was more so focused on the work that i was doing was what ended up changing the game for me and that's what brought the agent to me rather than me having to go out seeking for the agent
0: that's amazing yeah that's so funny are right, who are you with now
1: lisa price i'm with the price group
0: oh the price group oh awesome yes. yeah i've heard good things about them that's great yeah
1: they've been very good to me so i'm that's very amazing. lucky that's amazing yeah.
0: What was your first audition like? The first one you remember? Let's go with that.
1: <laughs> I think the first one I remember was the very first one I I had because it was so scary. I was like, what, <laughs> what is this auditioning thing? Yeah. What does this mean? Um, it was for this um, it was for this production. I can't even remember the name of the production, but I went I audition. I actually got that production, and but it was it was so scary because they asked me to sing this song, and I, I had never even sung in front of people that were going to be sitting there um I guess judging me for lack of a better term you know and and it was really scary I I remember exactly what room it was in I remember the building Uh, oh my goodness I really don't I don't have an interesting enough story it's just that it was scary but you're having the flashbacks yeah I know I guess my first audition for film was interesting because it was I had been auditioning for theater at that point for a little bit and film was so different because all of a sudden there's camera in your face and you um i think i made the mistake of thinking that it was that it was different something that i uh, that a, a professor told me that i really uh, really has stuck with me is the fact that um the camera is it's not a different performance it's just laser focused and the reason it sticks with me you know i i, th- I think the example that he gave me was us the students were saying oh you can't be big on camera and he stopped us right there and he said stop, you can. And he goes, have you ever seen Meryl Streep give a small performance? And we, were, and we said, you know what? You're damn right. So She's pulling out these massive performances, even on camera. So his point was that film is not smaller. It's just laser focused. So that's something that I really have taken with me. And I think for my first film audition, I didn't, know, I didn't think about that now that i've started auditioning a little bit more for on-camera projects i i take that with me and instead of trying to i guess put on a performance i try to just experience you know
0: so cool i love that i love what your teacher (laughs) said that's that's really interesting I'm taking out. Yeah, with me. It really.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please do. It, yeah. I think it really—it really has helped me.
0: So, what was the audition like for Benny?
1: It was really, really, really sweet, oh. um, which, which makes <laughs> sense because um, he's—I think Benny's so sweet. So, I—I I remember I went in, and. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the biggest fan of auditioning. It's just it's so, it's so nerve wracking. And then you, you walk in and you do, you show yourself for, um, I mean, if it's a, if it's a day player, you, you have sometimes one line and in that one line, you have to show who you are, but also mm. not look too desperate, but also like look good. But also if the character doesn't have to look good, you're thinking about that and you're <laughs> like, are they, do they like me? Do I look too big for the camera? Do I, there's just so much going on. I just, it's so hard to, Auditioning is tough. It's it is. so so tough. Um, for Benny, though, I went into the office, and I remember going into the uh, into the bathroom right before going into the, the holding room. And I said, and I looked into the mirror, and it sounds so cheesy, but I I looked into the mirror and I said, "You got this. Aww. You're fine." I walked out. I went into the um, into the waiting room. I sat there for quite a while because there were a few people before me, and so I was just trying to to get into the character's head. You know, just trying to kind of live and breathe that energy and um and then they called me in i went in they had me do the uh, it was two or three scenes i can't remember exactly how many it was but um they had me do it once then they asked me to do both of them over again and then after that they asked me to do it a third time um using an accent actually because oh, wow. they wanted to try that out
0: interesting
1: um, yeah they wanted to try him out speaking with a with a latino accent so i went i went through it three times and then that was it. And then I forgot about it because, because <laughs> you know how it is. I was like, all right, let's leave it behind. Yeah. <laughs> so I did. And then um, and then two weeks later, I got a call from my agent saying that I had booked it.
0: And, you know, it sounds cheesy, but you booked it. So maybe that's what yeah. helps you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know. Yeah, exactly.
0: So how was the shooting for that? Because it was like Christmas the entire time. Mm-hmm. And I when they were casting, I saw like in my old submission reports or something, um, and I remember, I think it was last October. So yeah. I, I was, I was worried it was the summer.
1: Oh because no! That would oh, have been goodness. terrible. But... That would have been awful. Oh my god, can you imagine a New York summer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were. We shot September through December.
0: Okay, that's good. Uh, that's perfect then.
1: Yeah, it yeah. was nice and cool, but it also wasn't like debilitatingly cold. Yeah. So it was really, it was really, really nice. We got to celebrate Christmas for two and a half months. Wow. It was amazing it also I mean it was also my first time ever on a, a big budget set so my first day I was really really I was really giddy was like, oh my goodness this is so exciting this is so cool um, and I, my first day was on a sound stage so it just it it felt like all of my childhood was coming before me um, which was really 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 exciting and beautiful experiences that I will never forget um, but but then I remembered. I was like, I said to myself, okay, hold up, hold up. You you're 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 working. You have a job <laughs> to do here. So calm down, let it out, and then just breathe, and then get to it. Um, so everyone on set was so unbelievably kind. They were so nice. Uh, most of my scenes were with with uh, Troy Iwata who plays Langston mm-hmm. and Midori Francis who plays Lily. And um, I was able to t- to chat with them quite a bit. They um, they have been going at this for a little bit longer than I have. So uh, Midori has been doing on camera work a lot, and um, Troy had done Broadway, and now he's and and he's been doing a lot of television as well. So it was really really nice to just um, build a friendship with the two of them. And then everyone else on set, uh, Joe Trace, the showrunner, was so so wonderful and such a like a ball of sunshine. And the directors were wonderful. It was just such a such a nice experience and to be to be surrounded by good people obviously makes the, the experience so much better and then on top of that we're celebrating Christmas for two and a half months and yeah it was just it was really lovely
0: Benny and Langston were like <laughs> when I watched the show with my roommates we were like they're the most realistic couple because all you guys did was like sit around and cuddle and like eat like it was yeah. so good I was like I get them I understand yeah. I, I get it <laughs> i loved, i I loved them so much i was (laughs) i wanted you guys to have a bigger plot too that was that was the critique i had for the show it was like give benny and langston their bigger love story that they need
1: (laughs) (laughs) hashtag bring benny back bring benny back yes absolutely agree with you (laughs) but congrats
0: on the top 10 on netflix that is amazing you You guys are in the top 10 right now
1: (laughs) i know We've been in the top ten since it premiered, which yeah. is, I mean ne- I mean never in my life did I even think that this would be a possibility It's, it's amazing. it's been unreal it, and you know I was telling I was t- I was talking to a friend and I was saying something about this process. I think what's interesting about it was that I have such a personal connection to the process being a part of it that I didn't really realize the way it would resonate with people yeah. i um it felt to me when we were shooting it as though I was kind of just hanging out with my friends and we were like putting on this like cool little project. And, <laughs> and it just so happens that these expensive cameras caught it, you know? And that's really what it felt like. It felt it felt like high school theater almost. Wow. And, but then all of a sudden it um, it's released and people are really, really liking it, um, which is so exciting. Oh my goodness. This
0: is so exciting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what parts of yourself do you bring to Benny?
1: Oh man, honestly, I can tell you what I, what you know what I envy in Benny and I can tell you what I I think I already do bring I I definitely love to watch deserving people succeed and um yeah you know in that scene specifically with Lily where she's saying that she's not going to go to the she's not going to go to the spoiler alert going to the club (laughs) and I um and I help bring her out of her shell I think that's um Not not necessarily something that I'm the best at, I'm not necessarily the best at bringing people out of their shell, but I love to watch people succeed in something that they're really fighting for. It's so so inspiring, it's so beautiful. Yeah, I just always, I, I love watching people succeed, and I think that's what I really have in common with Benny
0: have you been into that office before like the one that booked you I don't know who casts it but
1: never I had never been into their office oh, wow. it's cast by Shayna Markowitz who has been doing really really big projects in fact she just um she just won a BAFTA oh for, ca- uh, for for casting the jo- uh, for casting Joker with Joaquin Phoenix yeah. so <laughs> it was yeah she, she's yeah. She, she's a she's a big deal and I had no doing. idea <laughs> I know she, I, I know I'm like trying to stay connected I'm like well let's let's hope that this connection yeah (laughs) but um but yeah no she was absolutely wonderful i think that's what also made the audition experience so lovely was that she was so i've never had a casting director be so giving to me in an audition process i'm used to um you know the reader who who is putting in really really hard work but they've also been reading with a hundred other people since 10 a.m you know (laughs) and so i get it i get it. it it gets to be exhausting um, but she was unbelievable. Like I said, she was just so giving. She gave me character. She gave me something to play with, and it was so much fun. Um, so yeah, the lovely Shana Markowitz was the casting office, and um, and like I said, I had never been in for them before, but I really, really enjoyed the experience.
0: Like just in general, how do you usually keep in touch with uh, casting directors if you do?
1: I have more experience in theater, so I can talk to this in you know, I can talk to theater more than I can to film, but yeah. at least for theater, I got very far in, um, in the process for for two different Broadway shows. I got wow. all the way to the end, Congrats. but it didn't, thank you. It didn't, it, it didn't work out in my favor that time, but I'm sure the person who got it was absolutely deserving. Yeah. But what I did to, um, I guess, to help myself was, because those shows are constantly casting, I made sure to go in for them again and I made sure to remind them of who I am you know I tried to um, I tried to go in again with a different perspective so not only did I go in again to remind them of who I am but I tried to give them some sort of different view into me and into who I can bring the character to be Um, yeah I guess it's easier for me to talk about the theater because I've had that experience in terms of film I haven't I haven't really had very many experiences yet so I don't know I guess I guess what I would do is I don't know I've I've seen I've seen that people send postcards sometimes with their headshot on it and that they write a little note on the back yeah maybe I would do that I don't know I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if digital age who even looks at mail anymore you know yeah, especially with um, but COVID. I don't know if an email would be true too intrusive yeah I know exactly but yeah, you know, staying connected with casting directors is, is important. I guess I'm still trying to figure out how to do it myself when it comes to on-camera casting directors.
0: It's seeming but like yeah, you maybe, don't have maybe. to right now because you're just getting booked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I've, been, I've, been, I've been lucky for sure.
0: So being on set on this massive Netflix show that felt like <laughs> like a little student project, which is so fun and probably everything you could hope for, um, yeah. <laughs> what was the biggest thing you learned on set?
1: Patience. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, you know, I, I heard it all the time, the hurry up and go, but never until I was actually there did I understand it. <laughs> because it really is you know you you kind of uh, you're you're kind of waiting around a lot of the time for um the cameras to get into the right place and the lighting to get into the right place and the sound and everything and um and you're just kind of sitting around a lot and then all of a sudden you're on camera and it's go time action go 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 and cut and then you're waiting again (laughs) but in that time that you're that you're going I, i i think honestly patience with myself because this being um this being my, you know, my first experience with a big budget project, it was tough for me to kind of stay in it when there was so much downtime, and stay and stay in the right headspace. Yeah, I would say that that was my biggest lesson, and also, I guess, I guess another lesson that I think uh, for myself, but I think it's important for other actors to hear, is to believe in yourself. You know, I had this, um, I was speaking to, I was, I was doing another interview and I was talking about imposter syndrome and how I really, really, sometimes it just really gets to you. Yeah. And um, for anyone who doesn't know imposter syndrome is when you, you know, you kind of, you're so used to hearing no in castings um, that all of a sudden you get this yes. And the, for me the first feeling that I get is whoa you must be confused I think you meant you know like my phone number ends like this with these numbers you know so I don't know if (laughs) um but then you get you get on set and you just have to you believe you know believe in yourself it it really I think believing in yourself makes a difference I don't even remember what your question was because of the tangent (laughs) no you're
0: good I love it I love it No, it ties back in because I said, what was the biggest thing you learned on set? And if it's that, then it's that. Oh,
1: okay, yes. <laughs> yes.
0: So this kind of leads me to my next question. And this question's terrible and sucks. How do you deal with rejection? Because this industry is full of it.
1: Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I get myself a little snack and then just move <laughs> on. Honestly, I mean, it's. I don't know. I guess I I haven't really thought about that so specifically. What I try to do is um, I prepare for an audition. You know, I go into the audition. As soon as that audition is over, I let the script go literally into the recycling bin and then move on. Next, I try to forget about it as much as I can. It's, it's tough to do that. It's tough to just leave it behind, but sometimes, sometimes I am successful just leaving it behind. Um, I guess that's my strategy. That's not much of a strategy, but then you know there are some projects that, for example, you get you get a callback for. And so then you're just a little bit more excited about it. And then and then that one ends up being a no. And I mean, it's always tough. It's always going to be tough. You know, just give yourself a snack and give yourself a break. You gotta know it's hard to fully believe this, but it's never, it's never anything personal, you know? Sometimes you're literally an inch too tall. It just, it just happens to be that. But then for the next project, you're going to be an inch too short. So it's like, you really can never, you can't judge those things. And as long as you are putting in your, you know, your portion, you're putting in the work and you're preparing for that project and you're going in and you're having fun. That is what's going to stand out the most. Have fun.
0: So before you had your agent and access to the bigger breakdowns, and for those who don't know, like usually you need an agent to access the bigger breakdowns for like network TV and stuff, unless it's a very specific thing, like twins who are a specific race or something. One purple eye, one
1: brown eye. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, So how did you get auditions before all that? like before the agent?
1: Ooh, I was constantly submitting. Um, I'm originally from Rhode Island, so I would audition in Rhode Island and the Rhode Island network is really, really tiny. (laughs) So um, I actually had never done a professional production until I graduated college, never. And that's um, the summer before graduating for college, I said, okay, I guess I have to audition for something professional. So I did. And um, I was very, very lucky that the very first professional theater audition that I went to, I booked it. And then after that, I was able to meet people on that production who said, oh, you need to uh, look for these other projects. So I started I just started auditioning a lot. Of course, I was I also made sure that I was auditioning for projects I made sense for. I didn't want to keep going in for things that I would get overlooked for because it was it was, I mean, a, a waste of time for me, a waste of time for the casting directors. But I just continued to audition, and then by myself, um, I, I think I got the my Actors Access account. It has to have been back in high school, yeah. <laughs> and I just never, I just never really used it all that much. Um, and then I, once I graduated, I started submitting myself to projects that I, that I made sense for. I started auditioning out of you know in the Boston market as well, and I just tried to continue to expand what I was working on. And um, yeah, and then eventually, like I said, because I was so focused on doing the work, mm-hmm. then the I guess the next step came for me.
0: Yeah, I remember I, I had a similar thing. I remember like being in high school and getting an email from backstage or actors access and being like, got to do this, got to do my work now, my outside yeah. of school work. <laughs> like yeah, 15. Yeah, exactly. like... <laughs> right. Yeah, it's amazing. though. I love it. Um, yeah. So. Since you just did Younger, was that a video audition? How was that whole process? It
1: was a self-tape video ah, from home. My nemesis, I, I think I yeah. filmed the audition. <laughs> like, two, I know, same. Oh my god, <laughs> I did the, um, I did the tape two, uh, two months ago in September. Yeah, it was in September that I did the tape. Um, I was just home in New York, and I got this email from my agent that said, "Hey, they want, um, they want a tape from you." So I put it on tape. I sent it out. Same, just forgot about it. I said let it be what it's going yeah. to be. I think it was maybe three weeks later that I got the the confirmation for it. But yeah, it was a self-tape. Oh, Lordy. Uh, I'm not, not a fan of self-tapes. Me neither.
0: But since we both hate them, <laughs> do you have any tips for people that also hate them?
1: Um, okay, so I still have not been successful with this. I told myself <laughs> this is what I'm going to do and I still haven't done it. And I have to because it'll really help me. Um, the reason I don't have the best relationship with self-tapes is because of the fact that you can just do it over and over oh and over again my gosh, oh my hair too. is out of place let me do it again yep. mm-hmm. oh my god my voice <laughs> sounded. let me do it again and then it becomes this game of trying to find perfection which does not exist so that's my problem with it it's not necessarily that I hate my performances is that I will find what I hate about that performance and then do it again so I think one thing that I'm going to try to start implementing, still have not done so, is to give myself a limit. Prepare the way that I would a regular audition as if I were going into an office. Prepare it just as much. Get on tape, give myself three chances, and then choose the take that I like from those three, ch- from those three tries. And choose it, seal the deal, <laughs> send it off, and just go to bed. Yeah. Get <laughs> a snack. It's, yeah. just, it's, it's not worth it to sit there. Yeah, I get a snack, um, sit down and, and watch something. It's just, you know, it's just not worth it to waste so much time trying to nitpick at yourself. Um, it's really tough to do. And it's still something that I'm learning to do. But I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. You know
0: what? You and me both, we're both going to try this because I have the same exact problem. Good. Yeah, when I get a self-tape, I'm like, well, this is what I'm going to be doing for the next week because I will be taping it every single day and finding yeah. something wrong with it until my manager is like, Please yep. just send one. Please, God, like just stop. Yeah. yeah, stop. You need to exactly. stop. Yeah. <laughs> so this is yeah, the last absolutely. question. Um, yay. Hey. <laughs> so <laughs> what would you have told yourself when you were starting out?
1: Calm down. <laughs> Relax Calm down. You know, as much as. Yeah, no, honestly, I mean, as ambitious as I was as a child, um, I mean, anyone who has chosen to be in this career requires a certain level of ambition. But I mean, honestly, on the flip side, I would tell myself to just relax, to calm down, because, you know, I I think the biggest lesson for an actor is just living life itself. You know, there's no better teacher than to just experience life. And yeah, yeah, just experience life don't try so hard to find an agent and to not go to college (laughs) literally because because of having gone to college I was able to experience so much more in life that I would not have experienced had I not gone so I'm happy that I ended up going to college I'm happy that I never found that I didn't find an agent right after high school I'm happy that I have been able to experience life it really changes you as a person and it has changed me as a as a primarily as a person and as an actor
0: I love it. Thank you so much, Diego.
1: Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> of
0: course, it was so great to talk to you. I feel like I'm talking to Benny, and I'm so
1: excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're one in the same, kind of. We have we differences, but sure. <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, feel free to follow the podcast on Instagram at Sage May Speaks, and be sure to give a rate on whatever platform you're listening on. Next week, I'll be with Wendy Elaine Wright.